0: Now, if you go to our website, as we keep encouraging you to do, rte.ie forward slash Mooney, you will see the most spectacular video of a starling murmuration, which was captured over Loch Ennell last week. It was taken by Daniel Hogan, who lives in County Wexford, and he joins us now from his home. Hello, Daniel. Tell us how this came about.
1: Well, I've been up there now for the last seven days in a row. I actually found about the mormonation in that um, location from a, a person from... It was Tullamore Boardwatching Club. I bumped into them mm-hmm. uh, while I was walking around the lakes and they told me about it. And I ventured up the following evening and that's when I got that video. And I've been going up there for the last seven days since non-stop.
0: <laughs> well, it's quite extraordinary. It's just, uh, Describe amazing. it for the listeners, if you would.
1: Yeah, it's just... Um, Every evening around, just before sunset, the the starlings group together in a thing called their uh, murmuration. And uh, they actually group together for safety reasons, for uh, to protect themselves against hawks and peregrine falcons and stuff like that, you know. And they also gather together to keep warm at night and they exchange information to each other mm-hmm. about uh, feeding areas and stuff like that. The word murmuration actually comes from the sound that they make. It's like a low murmur when the... Uh, when they come across the water and, um, like, the thousands of wing beats and that, mm-hmm. you know. They're actually the only bird in the world that actually do that, the starlings at the
0: Was it the first time you had seen it?
1: Yeah, that was my first experience of it. And I was just dumbfounded looking at it, uh, looking at the, the shapes that you were making and... Um, I didn't know whether I didn't know whether to be taking photographs or videos <laughs> or what to do. I would just stand there staring at them. You know, I was just <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And the, the crazy thing about it is that they fly around uh, up to. They can be anything up to around from a hundred thousand to half a million. And there's actually no leader in this or anything like that. The the birds actually just follow the first six birds around them. And communicate with those boards around them. If the board be them and turns left or turns right, they'll do the same. It's it's probably something like um, a Mexican wave at a football match. You don't be watching the front of the wave. You're only watching the person next to you. If yeah. they stand up, you stand up. So that's that's how it actually works. You know.
0: But it really is incredible, and you know they, they often talk about Rome being the place to see these murmurations because oh, there are 100,000, one hundred thousand, two hundred thousand birds form in the displays over yeah, the yeah. river there. But what you have captured there is really quite extraordinary. How many birds would you say are in that murmuration that you captured on video? Well,
1: I'd say it was at least a hundred thousand. Wow, that was just probably a,
0: an average type one for that for that area, like you know. Mm. But you just happen to be in the right place at the right time, I think, Daniel.
1: (laughs) And they've been coming to the same area for the last, uh, I think it's the last 10 days in a row now. So it's actually last night when I was out there, they actually came across the lake and came over their heads. And the camera that I had, the 18mm lens on the camera, was actually wasn't wide enough to capture them. Really? I actually had to drop my camera and take out out my phone to put the wider lens on it.
0: Well, I don't know how many times well, I've been amazing. to Loch Nall trying to see the murmuration. And sometimes, well, we always see it. Let me put it like that. But you have to be literally in the right place because you can be on one side of the lock, and the murmuration can take place on the other side. And you just go, oh, no, why did that happen? And there's actually a person
1: up in Dublin that follows me on Instagram and they messaged me and asked me to give me the location that they were going to see something like this. Yeah. So I told them the exact location where where it was happening. They came from Dublin to Mullingar, to Loch Enel, and actually went in the wrong entrance into yeah. Loch Ennell, only about a minute away from the other entrance and seeing them all just heading over but missed the whole display.
0: <laughs> missed the whole display, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if so they're you, at the wrong you, end of it, that's what yeah, I'm you saying. Could,
1: you could be literally just a couple of hundred yards up the, up the lake and you wouldn't see them.
0: Well, listen, Daniel, it's oh, fantastic, it's and I just want to say thank you again for sending it into us and allowing us to put it on our website for everybody else to enjoy. Well, that's my pleasure. Niall Hatch, as I said earlier, we heard from him, is in Cork. Niall, you've seen this murmuration.
2: What do you think? Daniel's video is absolutely stunning. He really captured the atmosphere of murmuration, something that I hope that everybody in Ireland gets to experience at least once in their lives. However, it's not as common a sight as it used to be. For our ancestors, that would have been a very frequent sight, to the extent that they may not have even commented on it. For us now, it's something that we go to see as a special treat, I suppose. You have to go out of your way to find them, which is sad in itself, but when you do, it is so inspiring. That, I think, is the beauty of starlings. When you see one starling by itself, it's a nice enough bird, but you wouldn't really remark on it too much. In fact, you sometimes get complaints about them messing up people's washing or Mm. landing on the feeders and eating all the food but they are responsible for one of the greatest sites in all of nature and we can see that right here in the Irish countryside. It's something that certainly has inspired um, lots of ornithologists and a lot of research has been going into how the birds do this and why they do this. Daniel is quite right in what he said. It seems that the birds are taking their cues from their nearest neighbours and they're all moving in unison so they can within within a a microsecond they can see how their neighbour has moved and then they follow suit so they seem to move as one organism. No individual bird is in charge no individual bird is deciding where they go and yet they somehow all know what to do they never collide Uh, and there's a few theories about why they do it. One of the theories is that there's safety in numbers. The more pairs of eyes that are there to look out for danger the safer they will be so if those starlings can gather together into as big a flock as possible when they're going to roost or to sleep in the evening it's less likely that each individual bird will be got by predators if a hawk does come along uh, well the fact is that um, the more pairs of eyes looking out for danger they'll see it coming but if it does take a bird odds are it'll take your neighbour rather than you so your chances of survival are better. One of the other of theories that's been gaining ground recently as well is that the birds are looking at each other to see how they fly, how fit they are, so they can see how well they fed that day because what will happen is those starlings will go to sleep and the following morning they will return to the areas where they found that rich feeding source. So if you see a bird that's very well fed and you can sleep beside <laughs> it you can follow him or her back to that feeding ground in the morning you get a good head start and you get a big advantage. So that's one of the theories as well. But I think sometimes as well, you know, you could put the, the ornithological side of it to one side and just enjoy the spectacle of it. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, actually the subject of starling murmurations came up at the conference at cork at the weekend i was talking to professor john o'halloran about this president of university college cork of course and he was liking the conference itself to a murmuration where i suppose that the sum is greater than the individual parts all the individual researchers are kind of like the starlings coming together in this murmuration which inspires them leads on to greater things and then i suppose further fuels the whole area of ornithological research it's actually very apt
0: It certainly is. And Daniel, thank you very much indeed. And please do let us know if you come across anything else, Okay, I will indeed. And if you want to see that video, just go to the website rte.ie forward slash moon.